Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Inflow Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Ani B. This is Nadine. And today we are chatting with you again on this Journey to Self series about how to turn on your light. Okay, so we talk about being a being of love and light all the time, but what does it really mean to turn on that light? How to illuminate a room and be, you know, the brightest person in the area? How, what does that mean? You know, what that truly means for us, genuinely, it means to be just an amazing person. It just means to be your best self and to show up as your best self. And yeah. one of the ways to do that is, you know allowing people to see you for who you are, your vulnerability. I think your vulnerability is such a beautiful place to start because I think this world kind of lacks a little bit of vulnerability. I mean, you can agree. It's just, it's kind of harder to see people who are just genuinely a little bit more open. I feel like our world is a little bit more on guard um, and our society is just a little bit more on guard. It's about Mm -hmm. showing up as like being the coolest or, you know, like being liking everything everybody else likes you know Mm -hmm. um and you notice like even when you go out to places and we go out to bars and we're like we're looking around it's like everybody's wearing the same exact thing like i do not actually see people like exuberating themselves as their unique selves yeah you know it's harder it it is harder because people are so scared about you know like crossing a boundary or, or like standing out or like causing attention or like asking for attention but it's like no you can do that like you can be yourself you can show up as in whatever outfit you want you can be the person that goes up and talks to somebody that you never really usually would talk to before and um yeah being a light means to step out of this place of feeling small and and feeling bigger because you deserve that yeah just giving giving yourself permission to be as big as you are right like we deserve to take up space in every environment in this world and i think that when we find confidence in that we find confidence in our space in our size and our energy we feel like more okay and more worthy of taking up space and i think that once you get to that place it just really feels you, you feel your best when you are lighting up everyone else, you know, mm-hmm. being a light, it truly means to be a light in a dark place. And yeah, I think that's, that's a superpower to have access to your heart chakra at that extreme. And I connect, you know, the feeling of being a light to my heart chakra. That's like the center of our, of our life, right? This is our energy force. Mm-hmm. And so truly it comes down to opening up your heart chakra and feeling like you are making decisions based off of love and speaking through love and, and acting through love. That is really how you can practice being a light in this world. So yeah, what are some ways that you keep your heart chakra open? Because I think that your heart chakra, in my opinion, is one of the most important ones to focus on. They're all important, but specifically I feel the most like, a light when my heart chakra is open mm-hmm. you know um i i feel like my heart chakra is most open when it's funny i feel like i always am the person to kind of break the ice when i'm meeting new people and by sharing a little bit more than That's a good. normal person would share <laughs> and just to kind of make people feel people feel like they can they can be open with me you know and they can let me know and that i'm trustworthy and so most of the time i will just relay a little bit more information than usual and then you see them kind of like laugh and open and then be able to share their own experiences too versus yeah. you know keeping things super surface level and like a high and a bye i think it's hard these days because everyone's just so accustomed on their phone and just like taking a a backseat on 
on expressing how you truly feel about things or just trying to cookie cutter everything in this world to make it like appeasing and like digestible for people is something that we talk about a lot is like making something so that way somebody else will understand it better. But it's like, no, that's you don't have to do that every single time you have a conversation with somebody you can be completely open and completely who you are and um not not hide so much behind the screen yeah i think that actually you need to be who you are you know Mm -hmm. like you 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 need to do that right because the way i see it is we are in a society where we want to conform right that we're humans we want to be relatable to everyone we want to connect with others and unfortunately we are in an ego era right so to conform means to be in your ego to Mm -hmm. conform and be relatable to the mass means that you have to put yourself on a lower frequency and be in that ego state and so it's just really crazy because being a being of true love and light is actually a rare thing these days, right? And and what's beautiful is that every single year we're getting closer and closer to that becoming a more normal thing. So I'm grateful for that. But I think that when we try to relate too much to others that are just the average Joe Schmo, we are limiting our, we're dimming our lights down and it can be a difficult thing because we just want to relate to people. We just want to understand others and have others understand us. But sometimes it's, it's, it hurts us to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to set the tone. You have to be brave enough to be the one who will light up the room, right? If everyone's negative, everyone's complaining, like, will you be the one who Mm. says, you know what? I'm really grateful to be alive today. And I'm actually, I, I feel different. I don't agree with that. I feel really grateful for everything that's happening. And I think we're all really lucky to have what we have right now. You know, will you be the one to break the conformity and say something different and set the new standard for your environment? Yeah, because misery likes misery. Exactly. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, misery likes company. It likes people who are just going to be in a shitty feeling with you. And we talked about that a little bit on the last podcast as Mm -hmm. well. But what, what I really mean by that is that yeah, exactly. Can you be the one to set the tone to be able to just like not be so miserable in your life? Yep. Um, and it could be as simple as just expressing what you love, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like a lot of people have a hard time expressing what they actually like and because they don't want to be judged by it, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're the person that's just unapologetically yourself yeah. and you are just setting the tone and you're just being who you are, mm-hmm. you have no idea the domino effect that you have on the whole room around mm-hmm. you everyone else all it immediately will be like actually i like that too yep. actually i like this too actually i like and you are the leader because yep. you decided right off the bat that you were going to set a tone that was going to make everyone kind of like yep. fall into a place where they actually got to express themselves and what's really interesting too is there will also be a lot of people that don't agree with you and will be like okay whatever like and they'll they'll be haters but here's the thing when you are so unapologetically you and you share the things that you love and you own it and you really are a true genuine human that wants to spread love like you inspire people without you even realizing it the people that are hating on you are actually being really inspired by you and the only reason why they're hating is because they're just like it's awakening something that they feel they're lacking within and so it's just causing them to want to spread that feeling of lack with you right Mm -hmm. or make you feel like you're not good enough or you're you know whatever whatever but that is stemming from their insecurity within so really at the end of the day like 
you will inspire everyone. And if there are people that don't like what you have to say or don't like how much you will love your life, keep doing it just because of that fact. Because (laughs) if it's awakening something inside of someone to put hate on you or to feel like anything that's negative towards you just for simply sharing your light with the world, that means they have a lot of work to do and you're helping them in their journey to mm-hmm. healing. Absolutely. It's it's opening it up for that person and you're kind of like helping them shine a light on something that they need to figure the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like haters over here. Yeah, I know. I love that people feel like they can be good around me. I love that people feel like they can be happy around me because I feel like when I'm just allow it and I'm being comfortable and I'm being myself but people actually don't realize is that they actually just love themselves and who they are around me because I am the light it's not necessarily that I'm a good person or I'm, I make people feel amazing it's that I actually am just creating a space in which people can you know show up as themselves to yep. me and then they actually love who they are with me yep that's the point of it that's mm-hmm. what being a light is is being an unapologetically yourself so that way other people can feel that they can be that way with you Mm -hmm. yeah and for a really long time like I awoken this light for myself like a few years back and you know I was really I was really feeling so much passion for things in my life right like I started getting into fitness and posting fitness content and like feeling really good and sharing what I loved and doing these espresso talks every day. If you've been following me for a while, you know what those are. And just like that was my way of like sharing my light with the world, right? Inspiring people. And there was a lot of times where people were making fun of me for doing that and like talking shit and like low-key sneak dissing me for it. And like at the end of the day, if I had just taken other people's opinions on what I was doing and let their scarcity or their fear or their insecurity or whatever be projected onto me and allow it to affect me, I wouldn't have been able to continue to put my light out there, you know? But here's the thing. When you start to shine, it will intimidate other people. Okay. Get used to it. People are not going to like to watch you shine, but like you have to keep doing it. You have to. One, it's your obligation to yourself. It's your birthright. Secondly, and third, like I said earlier, you you are actually helping those people that are hating on you realize what they want mm-hmm. for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're giving them a place or or a vehicle to be like, ah, oh, you know, I feel like when I see this person shining, it hurts me or, you know, it makes me feel hatred. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel that way? They're literally not doing anything except existing and I'm mad about it, you know? <laughs> And it's a really great way to like allow that person to hold a mirror up to their face. Like you're giving them that ability. So at the end of the day, being a light in this world does nothing but help the world heal. Mm -hmm. So keep doing what you're doing and shine as bright as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. because that is what will help everyone else around you. Absolutely. I I think I'm I'm very excited for our, our generation. Honestly, I just feel like... I feel like we're ready. I feel like we're ready to kind of break this idea. It doesn't always have to be like, hey, I'm shining bright, like you said. And like, you know, it's going to intimidate people and it's going to hurt people and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's also a total opposite side to that where you can be super bright and, and and shining and you may get one of those people that are like, hey, I see that you're doing this. Can you help me get there? Totally. And in those cases because you are the person that you are and because that you're an amazing person and you're not super egotistical and you're not feeling on your high horse, you're able to be like, yeah, 
let's do this together mm-hmm. let's get on this ship like let's <laughs> let me let me show you what like i need what we need to do to get you started and yeah. i think that's what really being a light is is exactly. giving people a hand and noticing people that need help and and helping mm-hmm. them you know yeah. and and giving people the space to be who they are even if it's not at your capacity mm-hmm. because everyone's going to be at different points and journeys of their lives honestly and if if we didn't all just kind of look back and kind of hold off a little bit and be like hey i notice that this person is in this state right now and in this place in their life and although i don't fully resonate with that i know that i could be someone that's going to uplift them enough to let them see their value because i see value in them Mm -hmm. and i think that's very important for this world is to stop feeling like you know you because you have it figured out and nobody else has it figured out that you're bigger than anybody else that's just Mm -hmm. not the case you need to extend your your generosity like that you need to be able to show people you know what they're capable of too because you're high up there and that's what we do when we're on this podcast is that we feel so good about ourselves and we feel so good and capable that that we want to share share it with the world and see people also feel that feeling yep and i think that that's genuinely the best way to know if you're truly in tune and like connected with your light is when you can see everyone else equally as how you see yourself right Mm -hmm. versus somebody who's working a totally different job than you to somebody who's like really high up in the industry you want to be in in any way or any form if you can see anyone at any stage and totally feel like I'm completely equal with this person. We are at this exact same place. No one's bigger or smaller than the other. That's how you can know that you're in tune with your light because there will be moments. And I feel this way too. I I totally like know how it feels to look at somebody else and be like, ah, I'm less than them or, oh, I'm more than them or like not see everyone as equal. But really it's, it's a really quick and easy way to know like, ooh, I'm not fully in tune with my light. I need to switch my mindset. I need to change that up a little bit because truly everyone is an extension of you. So you should look at anyone, no matter where they're at in their life and be like, they're exactly where they need to be. And I can see the beauty in that person, no matter what flaws they have or what you know achievements they've accomplished. Like It doesn't matter. None of that actually matters. It's mm-hmm. about soul to soul, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of our obligations as beings of love and light is to see people completely in their best way, right? Like I, for you, for my mother, for anyone that I love in my life, like I will see you with lenses of you at your best and highest self. And if I speak to you like you are your best and highest self and see that vision for you, I am helping you create that version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is a great way to to be a light in someone's life is to, you know, see someone, for example, who's maybe not doing so great or struggling with this or that and seeing for them that version that you know that they're capable of becoming mm-hmm. and treating them like they already are that person. You have no idea what that could do for somebody. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I remember I'm going to talk specifically about, you know, my father who, who had passed, but you know, even though he was dealing with alcoholism and, and all that stuff and he couldn't get himself to be at that state where I knew where his higher self was at and where he knew his higher self was at, mm-hmm. I still treated him with that level of respect and mm-hmm. kindness and forgiveness because yeah. that's what we need in this world. We yeah. need we need less of like, oh, you did this to me. I can never talk to you again. This person, you know, I shunned them out of my life. You know, I'm on this pedestal now. I, I, I've accomplished all these things in my life. They haven't 
get out of my lane get out of my sight that's not mm. what this world is about it never was that yeah. it's about helping each other seeing each other each other's flaws and seeing each, the good and the light in every person even if it lacks mm-hmm. the the brightness that you would you would love to see from a person because you know sometimes people can be ugly mm-hmm. you know they're not the, they're not the prettiest when they're going through some shit yeah. but you know, you see them and they're ugly and you accept them for their ugly. And I'm not saying let people treat you like a doormat and walk all over you and let you treat you however you want. But you have to see them in their ugly and still accept them for that person. And if you could still give somebody love, even in that space, you are a being of light. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think that, um, you know, bouncing off of that, you don't need to cut people off all the time just because of one small thing or, you know, mistakes. We're human beings. We all make mistakes. If I were to cut off people because of small mistakes they make, I would have no friends and I would be (laughs) completely alone. Okay. But it's about the fact of the matter that if somebody really loves you, you can feel it. You know, when someone loves you, they show you that they love you and it might not be in the ways that you want it to be, but like truly you know when someone loves you deeply and they will do things to prove that to you. They won't deceive you. They won't hurt you intentionally. And I think that those people are worth keeping in your life. And there's definitely a fine line between taking shit and not taking shit. But at the end of the day, like you don't, you can take a step back from people when you need to and let them do their thing and heal and go through their journey, but you don't have to cut them off. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're, you have the control to be like, you know what? I think that you're, you know, this person in my life is kind of going through things. Maybe I don't feel so great around them. And I know that they love me. I know they're not trying to hurt me, but maybe just they are right now. So, you know, I think I'm going to take a step back and, and, you know, when I'm in a better place to help them and they're in a better place to help themselves, we can figure it out. Right. I think that that's a great solution for friendships and maybe even like romantic partners too. But yeah, I think that it's it's tricky because there is a fine line between seeing somebody for their potential and loving them and accepting them where they are, where they're at, but also there are some people that you can love and see them as their highest self, but know that they're not meant to be in your life right now, and fully accept that too. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. just be observant, be observant of how you feel around people because that tells you everything. How you feel around people tells you more than words could ever say. So pay attention to it and yeah, just make, make wise decisions and be around people that allow you to be a light. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a room full of people that are really negative and just are vibrating at a different frequency than you, it's going to be harder to, to be a light in this world. So just be mindful of who you spend your time with and what rooms you're in, you know, because yeah. those are important. Mm-hmm. So one way that you can kind of know if there's a blockage for you, or maybe you really want to be a light, but something's kind of in the way, there's something stagnant. Take a look at your chakras, take a look at your energetic body, because as you know, everything is energy. There's certain channels that emit certain things, and I'm sure you've heard of chakras and all of that, so we won't get into it like crazy. But for example, your root chakra, that is the center of your foundational things, right? If you feel Like in your childhood, you had a lack of, you had a scary, if you had, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) So starting off, so with your root chakra, right? Like if you had a childhood where maybe money was the problem or you had a lack of stability or just, you know, a lot of 
uneasiness, you will have some blockages in your root chakra naturally, right? And so it's important that you do things that help mend that feeling and make you feel safe and make you feel like you have, you've got yourself, you know, your finances are good, your life is good, you're, you know, you're, you're in a, an even ground. And so when our root chakra is out of whack and we live in this scarcity mindset and this fearful mindset, it really, really limits your ability to be a light in this world, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we want to be lights and sometimes we just don't have full access to it. And it really just come down comes down to some housekeeping within, right? You just have to look at, you know, when this situation comes up and I react negatively, where is that stemming from? Does it stem from, you know, a place of feeling like, scarcity or am I just fearful of like, what if this doesn't work out? What if I'm not good at this? A lot of those things are coming from a deeper place, right? And so take a look at your chakras. I would say do some research, see what places you can you can work on. For me, my my root chakra has been the most like messed up, that one <laughs> and my heart. So my heart like is my biggest connection to my light, like I said earlier. So if I'm not feeling that like beaming out of my heart center, this bitch is not going to have a good day. Like, I, like I have to keep up with that. I have to do my housekeeping and make sure that I'm clearing my channel out and making room for this energy to flow in and out because without that access, I would not be able to be the light that I am. Mm-hmm. Same with you. Mm-hmm. And so we have to just make sure that we are checking in with ourselves. You Truly, it's really difficult to just be like, I'm a light, boom, and just start emitting all mm-hmm. this beautiful energy. You do have to look within and see where you're holding stagnant energy and clear it out. Thankfully, if you listen to our last episode, you now have some tools to do that. But that definitely has to happen first before you're just like, boom, I'm this motherfucking being of love and light and I'm going to change the world. You know, yeah. got to look within <laughs> first. I think another thing, like as far as a, a chakra that I feel like I had a problem with at first was definitely my throat chakra, mm. saying things that I truly meant um, and and the honesty that comes with that. Not honesty because I want to be non-truthful, but honesty about how I feel. Mm. Honesty about, you know, speaking up even when if it makes the room uncomfortable, even if it makes um, a situation shaky. Um admitting my boundaries letting people know when i needed certain things in order to be in a place of love and light i think it's very difficult to show up and pretend to show up like you're this really super giggly happy person when you've got things that you aren't saying Mm -hmm. and you aren't mentioning that that need to be said and mentioned or else people will never know what needs to be done or or helped Mm -hmm. with or you know mended because their side of your part of of communicating that is lacking And so they're not able to change or they're not able to give you what you need. Um, So being a being of love and light is also taking yourself into accountability and and knowing, hey, in order for me to show up the way that I need to show up, I need to express what I need. I need to tell people what needs to be done. You just need to let people know what you need from them. Yeah. There you go. I agree with you. I also think, too, that when you get to a really dark place in your life and you reach a rock bottom, so to speak, that's where you really tap into your light source. It's about being in that dark place and realizing that the light comes from within yourself, right? And so, okay, I'm going to give you a little metaphor, a little analogy. This is how I see this self-improvement journey, the spiritual journey, okay? And I said this to you the other day. It's kind of like remodeling a house, 
So when you get to a place in your life where you are ready for a change, you're ready for an upgrade, you know, maybe your house, it's, it's livable, you know, it's an original condition. It's <laughs> maybe, it, you know, it could use some new flooring, a new fridge, whatever, whatever. Say you get to this place where you're steady enough to say, you know what, I think I want my house to be more aligned with who I am now. I think I deserve an upgrade. So you start the remodeling process, right? You're ready. You say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to remodel my house. And so before you can get all the beautiful parts of that, you have to destroy your house first, right? You have to demo it out. And so before you get to that new elevated place, that mindset, that consciousness, like you have to break down these old agreements and Mm -hmm. break down this old foundation that you built previously. And so there will be a point where you look around in your kitchen and you're like, fuck, I just destroyed my house. (laughs) Like my kitchen is down to the studs. It's gutted. You know, it's gutted, right? And it can scare you. And that might be a place where you feel lost and you might feel like, what am I doing? Like I'm at rock bottom. But you have to remember why you started this in the first place. Mm -hmm. You're remodeling your house, you know? And so pick up the hammer, dude. Pick it up and remember why you destroyed it. Why did you cause this chaos in the first place? Why did you, you know, break things down? It's because you wanted to rebuild something that's stronger and more in alignment with who you are today. Like you are constantly changing every year, dude. Why do you think your phone needs an iOS update every couple months? Because the software doesn't align with the phone anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like you need to see yourself in the same way and constantly upgrade, constantly give yourself new new things that align with you because we're always going to change. And if we're clinging on to the, whoa. Just getting passionate. <laughs> and if, if we're clinging on to these old agreements, this old software, this old house that we have for ourselves, we will never be able to truly step into that highest version and be that light for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You need to make upgrades. You need to make changes. You need to elevate your surroundings because your outer world is a depiction of your inner world, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why I see it like remodeling a house. When you start to make those changes, it really, really just, I I can't tell you until you do it. It really just elevates you to a whole different frequency for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe that house protected you for a while and it was nice for a while, but Mm -hmm. you know, there has to be room to grow. Same thing with a caterpillar that a caterpillar needs to fully dissolve into mush and larva after being in its cocoon in order for it to fly into a butterfly. (laughs) Like it really, it needs to decompose itself. And I think the beautiful thing about that is that we're all butterflies, right? And that's a symbol of our podcast. Um, that <laughs> Annika's is a podcast tattoos, symbol, you know, and it, the cool thing about that is that we're going to be constantly evolving. Um, mm-hmm. We have to see things that we we know need work. We know need work. We know there's certain things in your life and there are certain things and habits that you do that aren't serving you anymore. And so mm-hmm. instead of just turning it off and being like, oh, that's just how I am. That's just how I've always been. How many times have you heard your parents be like, that's just how I do it. That's just how it is. Now you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. No, you, you can. can. Mm-hmm. And you're lying. Yeah. And stop lying. You're taking the easy way out. You are. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. Not for yourself, at least. You know what I mean? Like, why why wouldn't you want to show up as the best version of yourself mm-hmm. and say, hey, okay, I noticed that when people try to tell me, you know, that 
I'm doing these things and they don't really like it, instead of me hearing them out fully, I've decided that I'm going to be defensive and point the finger and come out and comment on a million other things that they do that are not helpful either. And, you know, let the conversation go absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that is just a defense mechanism. And it's something that we kind of get to dissolve as we get older. Um, That way we can really show up as the person that we are being of love and light. And sure. it can be in many different things. It could be in the way that you, I mean, we have this friend. Um, we have an acquaintance okay. that, that comes up to us from time to time. Mm. And this person, unfortunately, lives their life in a way where they almost feel excited to bring down other people around them, to elevate their experience in life. It's almost fun for this person to point out of an insecurity or something that we're going through in order to kind of look you in the face and see you scramble yeah and for this person i feel so deeply for because i know that this is just stemming from somebody not feeling like good enough Mm -hmm. because i genuinely think that this person feels the need to shake other people's ground so that way the 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 attention or something is off of them. I think really it's that. I think also it's because they desperately want to relate to someone. Mm-hmm. And so the only way they feel relatable is to subconsciously bring someone else down to where they're at. Mm-hmm. And so they want to break you down and they want to see you in pain a little bit or hurting because they're also hurting. And so you guys are both hurting, right? Mm -hmm. And I can see you and you can see me. And even though I'm pretending like I'm perfect and fine and and great and not in any pain, like I am Mm -hmm. low key. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me feel better that you are too. Like that's where I think subconsciously their head is at. And it's, it's sad because this person, like I see a lot of potential in them. I mm-hmm. see that they could be this really amazing friend. I can tell that they have a big heart. Yeah. They're just, they're guarded so much and pretending like they are someone that they aren't. And I just wish that they knew that this facade that they're putting on is really distasteful. Like the person that really exists beneath that facade is the person who I actually want to get to know. Like that's the person who I want to see show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens, you know, and I think that you're going to meet a lot of people who are like that. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about me and Ani is that we see this person and we see their potential and that's how we treat them. Mm-hmm. We treat exactly. them with their potential. We mm-hmm. don't treat them. A, Let me find a way to tidbat and, and, and get under their skin because they decided to try to get under mine. Yeah. It was no, it was let me show up. Let me be the kind of person that I am because this is how I choose to show up. And mm-hmm. it doesn't serve me any good to just you try to knock somebody else down and get on their level. It just yeah. it will never do that. Exactly. It doesn't work. Yeah. And even like I have even like there's another person that I know, too, who, you know, like you're going to know people all the time that are going to be like low key haters or just not see the vision for you and maybe put you down, even if they don't realize it. And at the end of the day, like if you love yourself enough you will be able to stand high regardless. And I think that that's what these type of people need is they need to see people that no matter how they're treated, they still shine. They still are nice. They still give kindness to the world. And, you know, Nadine and I aren't perfect. Like there are definitely times where we feel like we're not shining our brightest, but we do our best and we become aware of it. Like sometimes if Nadine and I are 
feel like we're being judgmental or we're just not being our kindest self, we'll be like, hey, dude, we've been judgmental today. Like, mm-hmm. let's not do that anymore. Yeah, we don't even like it. We don't stay there for too long. Yeah. And yesterday, even yesterday, we were driving in LA, three hours of traffic. And I was like, you know what? Let's do this thing where we just like name things that we love about people that maybe we haven't really loved that much. Like how, let's talk about people that- In, a, in an normally, elevated way. Right. And normally we wouldn't have anything nice to say, but let's say nice things about them. Like let's go through a list of people that have yeah. wronged us and let's talk about them in a kind way. And we yeah. sat there and we bounced one person after the other. And that was so healing. It was. It, it, it allowed us to like see people for who they are and, and see them with love. And, and it almost makes allows you to release like- the pain that maybe you felt from these people that Absolutely. have wronged you. It's you know? forgiveness is the, is the most mm-hmm. beautiful thing that you could do because you're not even just forgiving that person. When you forgive that person, you're literally taking it off your plate. Exactly. You're taking it off your shoulders. You're it's releasing. no longer yours anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you hold resentment for people and you have like anger towards someone, it does not hurt them. It hurts yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I'm sure it hurts them a little bit, but the the person who gets the the most of it is you. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness is so important and you can forgive people and still not have them in your life. Like if somebody really wronged you, you can forgive them and then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to release like the the tension that you hold for your own sake. Another thing I would say about being a person of light is to be generous. To be generous in so many different aspects, not just generous with your money, but generous with your time, you know, and I've noticed that when we have friendships and when we have people that come up to us and want to explain to us and talk to us, that person is almost quick to let them let the person know, hey, this is what's going on in my life. But then you almost see them retract really fast really quickly. They're like, "Okay, yeah. And that's what happened. And that's that's what it is. And let's just move on from that right away. Be a person of love and light and see that this person is clearly not fully finished with maybe their thought and their process and they're res- we're refraining from from con- continuing to communicate about it because they're afraid of, of showing up and being completely vulnerable with themselves. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say to that is, is encourage the people around you who are being vulnerable even for a minute to continue to dive deeper into that. That's Be awesome. generous with your time, mm-hmm. you know, fully listen to people about what they're going through yeah. and offer offer a way to help. Yeah. I think that that's so amazing. And coming from somebody who like does that, like, like does the retracting thing. I think that that is such a great way to give that person a safe space. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like you guys know already that I love music and making music, but up until recently, like I have been so guarded about it. Like I don't like to talk about it before. I, I didn't like to share how I felt about it or like talk about it too much. And so if I did have something I wanted to say, I'd be like, yeah, but it's whatever. Like, it's cool, you know, whatever. (laughs) And I would just kind of like shut it down really quick. And so to give somebody the space to be like, okay, yeah, but why are you excited? Like, like, tell me more, you know, like, let's talk about it. I want to be excited with you. Like, that is something that is such a beautiful thing. And it, it really means so much to, to do that for someone and to feel that on the receiving end, because, like we deserve to get excited about our passions and we deserve to to share that excitement with other people. And it's important to surround yourself with people who can truly be happy for you, regardless of what they're going through or regardless of what they have in their life. You know, like, can mm-hmm. we detach from ourselves and truly be happy and empathetic for someone else fully, like see this win for them and them alone and have completely nothing to do with it. And like, you know, remove 
our own experience from it and and live in th- that experience with them for that moment. That's really truly like being there for someone and being a light for them. It's almost like you're you're genuinely being a light for them to like express themselves. Like yeah. they're reading a book and you're just shining a light so that they can see it brighter. I think that's really beautiful. Um, another thing I want to say is if you have a passion or you have something in your life that you really love, if you aren't doing something with that, it will be really hard to be a light in this world. And I can tell you that more than anyone. I mean, I'm now just starting to do music and I didn't realize how much resent, like resistance I had in my life for so long because I wasn't pouring into the thing that I knew was the most important thing to me. Like I woke up every day and be like, oh, I want, wish I could just make music. <laughs> I want to just make music. And I just was choosing not to do it. And so, yeah, dude, it's harder to be a being of love and light when you're not even giving yourself enough love and light to do what you love, mm-hmm. you know? And you have to do that. And like own per- my own personal example is I'm going to music school now, you guys, first of all, in April. So um, not next week, but the week after I'll be starting music school 30 hours a week, which is like a huge deal for me. I've never done something like this and dove into my passions like head first but I'm really excited about it. Anyway, I've been feeling a lot of resistance and like fear for it. Like maybe it's not going to work and maybe this investment will be like not worth it. And maybe this, maybe that. Fuck that shit, dude. If it's something you're passionate about and you love it with every fiber in your being, there's no way you can fail. Okay, if you believe in yourself enough, there is no way you can fail. It doesn't matter if people are better than you or worse than you or whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. Nobody else matters. At the end of the day, if you do what you love and you don't give up, you will succeed point blank. So if you feel like you want to just go for something, jump off the cliff, learn to fly, so to speak, and you just want to pour into something and give it your all, just do it. Don't be scared. Don't have a scarcity mindset. Don't make decisions off of fear. If you knew that you would succeed, would you do it? Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah. If, uh, I love that saying where it's like, if you knew that you were 28 no's away from your yes, would you have, be excited for every no that you got? I'd be so excited. Mm-hmm. I'd be waiting for my next no because yep. I knew that I only had 28 of them. Yep. So... Do what you love because that will also allow you to be a light in this world and you will give space to others that want to do the same. So anyway, yeah, I feel like that was really great. I I really am happy that we dove into this more and whenever we say light, love and light, being of love and light, this is what we mean. Just, you know, illuminate the world for others and for yourself because that is when you will feel your absolute best and that's when you give space for others to feel their best too. Absolutely. That's how you create opportunities. That's how you create friendships. That's Mm -hmm. how you create real valuable relationships that you will value for the rest of your life. Yep. Um, Taking yourself out of a situation and noticing there's more to it and really elaborating on everything that is. Yeah. Wow. This is beautiful. I love you guys. I love you too, Nadine. I love you too. We're so fun. I love our podcast. I love everything. Uh, Okay, great. I feel really good. My light is definitely shining right now. <laughs> okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much again for tuning into another episode. As always, if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify too if you like. 
Um, also, please share this with your friends and yeah. your family. Like, let's spread this love as far as we can because the bigger that we get others to be on this frequency, like, the better that the world gets every single day. So, you know, it's our obligation to, like, spread this love with others. Mm-hmm. So let's do our part, share things that make you feel good with others. That can include this podcast if you want. Yeah. <laughs> we love it when you guys post on your story about what you're doing oh, while yeah. you're listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get so many like we're sitting by the beach and listening to our podcast. I'm on my way and dropping my kids off at school. Yeah. We're like, I love that. We will yes. repost it. Mm-hmm. Make sure to leave us a comment or, or let us know about different topics that you want us to touch upon. We love that also. Yes, yes, yes. All of it. Thank you guys for continuing to listen and to share your love with us as we share our love with you. We are building such a beautiful collective consciousness here on this podcast. And it's just like, I'm so happy that there's so many men and women out there that are wanting to elevate themselves this much and commit to something. So yeah, thank you guys for everything. We love you so much. We will see you next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't be late. Don't be late. Bye. Bye.